Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Now, this is quite a momentous day. It is the end, officially, of First Chronicles. I know how to say that now. Well done. <laughs> and uh, I'm just, I'm just shocked because I feel like we just started this. We started this when I was in Hong Kong, or, or when I was in Japan. We started the book of First Chronicles. Yeah. Maybe it was when I was still in Hong Kong at the very end. So that was like the end of December, maybe the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've only been doing this book for a couple months. Yeah, wow. And now we're at the end of it. And that means that in a couple months, we might be starting the New Testament. <sighs> That's just mind-blowing to me. <sighs> yeah. it's Next, yeah. I, I mean, next week is episode, or I guess not next week. The bonus for this episode is episode 230. Is that how we do things? Mm-mm, no, that's mm-mm, not. Mm-mm. No, dang it. We don't. We don't give the bonus ones their own numbers. So this is two twenty nine. Never mind. Okay, two twenty nine. So next yeah. week is going to be two thirty. Yes, section two thirty. Yes. No, yes, and then, uh, then yeah, yeah. We're we're going to be moving on to bigger and brighter things like Second Chronicles, which is just another <laughs> recap. <laughs> Big deal. It's is it yet another recap? It's just a continuation of this same, this self same recap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's more of that vibe. More just kind of. Well, you know what? I don't know yet because we're not there. But my impression is that it's just as if they just took this long book and split it up. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's kind of going to be the same story throughout. But I could be wrong. Maybe we'll yeah. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll start that book with 10 chapters of a census again. <laughs> God, don't, don't listen to him, <laughs> and Yahweh. And then we'll have to like go. Don't listen yeah. to him, Yahweh. I, I think with this schedule, we should be getting to the New Testament just in time for summer. Wow. So it's going to be like a hot... Vac summer, but like a hot, a hot Christ. A hot Christ, hot Christ summer. summer. <laughs> I bet some people say those words unironically, but yeah, wow. I don't know happened. if I've heard that one. I like it though. I think I might adopt it. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. I know I say that about everything on the show, but that that hot Christ has potential. No, that's really good, Dedeker. That was a good one. That's it's, incredible. I, I'm just thinking about like hot Christ in the summer is making me think about that movie Hamlet 2. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was great. That was set in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, it was. My hometown. Surprisingly good. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like sexy Jesus. Yes, yeah. rock me yeah. sexy Jesus. Jesus got yeah. a swimmer's bod, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Was that supposed to be like when he was resurrected? I forget what that was, Hamlet 2. When he had a swimmer's bod? Yeah. No, I don't think it was anything. No, Jesus always had a swimmer's bod. Okay. Although, didn't we kind of determine maybe in earlier texts, didn't we theorize maybe Jesus is a two? Right. That's a meme that came out of the show. When did we say that? Maybe Jesus is a butterface. No, there was... Why did we say that? 
<laughs> He's got a face of a two and the body of like a 15. Oh, I don't remember what book that was. There was one of the books that was talking about this coming Messiah type person. Maybe Isaiah, perhaps. Oh. Right, being unattractive. But it was unclear if it was actually talking about Jesus or not. But I mean, yes. obviously... Christians think that it is Jesus, but <laughs> that that's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is surprising, though, because I feel like Jesus is usually portrayed as having a pretty good-looking face. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> fascinating. Wow. Yeah, and it's like, how did he get all those people to follow him? He couldn't have had good ideas or something like that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> He had to have looks. been really attractive and yeah. charismatic. Exactly. Yeah. That's how it goes on social media. I think it was all, maybe all, all of the above. Maybe all of the above. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Well, what are you two drinking for this final oh. final time of First Chronicles? Well, speaking of hot Christ, I was on death's door oh, this I week. Know. I was incredibly <laughs> sick. So I'm not drinking any alcohol today. I'm just having some tea. I'm okay. And your adorable mug. Yeah, your I'm okay, folks. I've, I've recovered. I've turned a corner. I'm still feeling it a little bit and just figured I'd let myself consume the power of the word to heal me mm. rather than trying mm. to knock back yeah. Praise alcohol. Be. Also, a- after not really eating or drinking or drinking alcohol for a week, it'd be a little much. For sure. Yeah, uh, you, would, dive in, geez, so. you wouldn't be able to make it to the quiz, Dedeker. Mm-hmm, You'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, amazing. Taking it easy on this one. Yeah, it's a good idea. How about you, Jace? Yeah. We're going to have to drink for her. So, so Dedeker, I actually need your help with this. So we huh? went a week ago to Elliott Bay Brewing in Burien here and got our growler filled. And I'm trying to remember, was this the No Doubt Stout or was this? No, this was their Imperial Stout. Mmm. Oh, sounds great. This was the yeah. Imperial Stout. Okay. Anyway, it's an Imperial Stout. It's quite tasty and I guess strong. Imperial means strong, right? Uh, yes, you sure. sure. Okay. Means like okay. strong, gonna take all of your resources. There you, and you go. Can't do anything about <laughs> Imperialism it. Imperialism. <laughs> right. It's in a drink. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I love that. How about you, Emily? Uh this is a it's called a siesta. I had a grapefruit and decided to freshly squeeze it. Whoa. And so it's yeah, it's tequila, fresh squeezed grapefruit, and then also Campari, which like ups the color content a lot, uh, and some lime juice, and it's really good. Do they call it mm, a, a siesta because it like knocks you out or like makes you want to take a oh. siesta? I'm mm. assuming because it has tequila in it that they sure. just decided to sure. call it a word that wasn't Spanish. But yes, sure. Sure. but yeah, no, it's it's really nice. I love like the bitterness of Campari with some juicy woozy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. we all have some juicy woozy for sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I feel like grapefruit's already so bitter, and then you're adding like a bitter spirit there's, to it as well. Is it a bit intense? Well, it, I, there's a little bit of agave in there too. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's well balanced. Yeah, and some lemon juice. It's fine. Or wow. lime juice. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Sweet. We doing this? Yeah. I mean, so we are doing a quiz for our bonus today. Uh-huh. It's a bit of a longish quiz because there's a lot to cover. And I mm-hmm. just skimming through it was like, yikes. So I did want to take a moment Can to we say... Help? Can everyone help us, please? Thank you. Well, yes, everyone in the chat who's here at the live show, please help us. But also, um, anything you want to review? Kind of recap um, at the beginning of this. Do you remember anything? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> yeah. This is now like, when the, like when the teacher like has a quiz scheduled, but then is like, uh, actually, let's all have an extra day to review <laughs> yeah. instead. We'll do the t- test the day after that. And then you're like, oh, God. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, okay. This is challenging because there's like two David stories worth of information in my mm-hmm. head now. Yeah. And it's all fuzzy. And 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just remember that the thing I think I remember about this book the most was that David wanted to build God a house and he was like, you will not. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> but that's basically right. it. There wasn't a lot that was super memorable. Yeah, I don't really remember anything Maybe, from last time. Uh, exactly. I don't know. We may just have to take our lumps on this one. Yeah, well, <sighs> I, yeah. I gotta admit, guys. We need to post, post our L's, as the kids say these days. Is that... What does that mean? Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that yeah. A, like a post our L's? Post post our L's. What is that a Gen Z post thing? Our, yeah. Yeah. Post our L's. What is yeah. an L? No, you're gonna have to Google it the same way that I did, and <laughs> you're gonna okay. have to find out when we take this quiz. So <laughs> fine. Okay. Great. Fine. Whatever. Great. All right. Alrighty. Well, real quick yeah. before we get to that. Rock and roll. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I needed to throw in a quick rock o'clock here to celebrate the rock in all of his glory. Uh, and that's just specifically that last Saturday uh, was the opening game of the XFL, which for those of you who don't know, is sort of a new, a reboot of a try at making American football new or something like that. <laughs> anyway, this was something that started back in 2001 by Vince McMahon. Um, trying to create this like new, maybe more entertaining version of American football where they had things like microphones on all the players and sky cams and were trying to make it more of a spectacle, I guess. Oh, microphone. Right, what? that's what it was. More entertaining. I thought it just meant that they could kick each other in the teeth and stuff and no, you can no, rip no. off your opponent's helmet and Wait. sink your teeth into their jugular if you felt like it. Whoa, Dedeker. Microphones <laughs> on all of the players so you can hear them being like... Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm not it. quite sure how it okay. was implemented. I did watch some games when it first came out back in like 2001 or something, which wow. I didn't realize. Um, it totally failed. Uh, it They launched it after one season. The whole thing closed. They lost like $35 oh. million. Whoa. Um, all this sort of stuff. They tried to relaunch it again and then they were going to launch it in 2020. And then the pandemic happened and they couldn't. And everything seemed like it was going to go up in flames. And then who steps up to the ashes to lift it up and breathe new life into it. The Rock's ex-wife? The Rock and his ex-wife, a.k.a. business partner, Danny Garcia. The two wow. of them buy the whole ding-dang thing after it failed to launch itself again and, and filed bankruptcy and all that stuff. They bought it for $15 million. What a steal. In the summer of 2020. And now this was their inaugural game, was this last Saturday. I did not watch it. Wow. But Can you imagine? we do have a team. We have a team. Oh, what is it called? It's the Seattle Sea Dragons. Oh, Ooh, sexy. Oh, that's fun. Right? Can you sexy. imagine how much money they have to have in order to buy something for $15 million and just be like, yeah, whatever? <laughs> a lot. Sure. More than, they have to have more than $15 million at least. A lot more, I'm assuming. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Yep. Wow. Well, anyway, there you have your rock o'clock for this week. Uh, everyone, if you do watch the XFL, let, let us know how it is. Yeah. All right. And on that note, it is time to begin the end of First Chronicles. <laughs> the beginning of the end. Yes. <laughs> what are we rating today? In a world where we're getting closer to the end of the Hebrew Bible, Whoa. known to us raised as Christians as the Old Testament... We will be continuing our story of King David and possibly some other kings later as well as we complete the final episode of the penultimate book 
Today we are reading 1 Chronicles, chapters 27 through 29, and then Wisdom from the book of Proverbs, chapter 9. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's 1 Chronicles 27. The children of Israel, after their number, the heads of fathers' houses and the captains of thousands and of hundreds, and their officers who served the king in any matter of the divisions, which came in and went out month by month throughout all the months of the year, of every division were 24,000. Over the first division for the first month was Jashobim. Oh, Jashobim. right, Jashobim. I love Jashobim. <laughs> the son of Zab- Zabdiel, and in his division were 24,000. He was of the children of Perez, the chief of all the captains of the host for the first month. Yes. Over the division of the second month. Okay, wait. What this is, is all happening? coming back. This is all coming back. Yeah. Last okay. week or two weeks ago, I guess. Okay. was all just about the staff of the temple and the guards mm. and the musicians and whose families were involved in which parts of running the got temple. It. That's why none of us remembered because basically nothing happened. Yeah, got it. Okay. Over the division of the second month, this is interesting that they're dividing by month. Yeah. Like there are 12 months and 12 tribes, but I don't I don't even know if that's what it means. But Oh, I see. I see. These are the army divisions. I'm looking at Eugene here. Uh, Eugene's oh, translation, you, Eugene. a.k.a. the message, says that army divisions were on duty a month at a time for the 12 months of the year. Okay. And oh, that each division clever. was 24,000 men. So this is like each Got month it. telling us who those soldiers are because that matters to our story, I guess. Okay. So over the division of the second month was Dodai the Ahonite and his division and Mikloth, the ruler, and in his division were 24,000. The third captain of the host for the third month was Benihana, the son of Jedoiah, the priest, mm-hmm. chief, Jedoia, Je- Jehodia, Jehoida, Jehoida? Sure, yeah, I like that last one. It's good, it's good. <laughs> the priest, and in his division were 24,000. This is that Beniana, Benny, Benny Anana, who was the mighty man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Who was the mighty man of the 30, and over the 30 and of his division was Amazabad. Mm-hmm. Amazabad, his son. <laughs> the fourth captain for the fourth month was Ashael, the brother of Joab, and Zebediah, his son, after him. And in his division were 24,000. I'm sorry, if they ask any specifics, like who is the fifth month of the fifth division divided Whoa. by three, yes. I'm going to be totally up. <laughs> okay? What is the square root yes. of Benedata? <laughs> Benihana and Zebediah and whatever. <laughs> The fifth captain for the fifth month was Shamuth, Shamuth, like Shamu, but with a TH, mm-hmm. the Israelite, and in his division were 24,000. The sixth captain for the sixth month was Ira, the son of Ira Glass, the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite. Tekoite? 
and in his division were 24,000. The seventh captain for the seventh month was Helas, the Pelonites, the children of Ephraim, and in his division were 24,000. So just 24,000 constantly, divided by, or times 12, I'm assuming. The eighth captain for the eighth month was Sibekai, the Hushalites of the Zerahites, and in his division were 24,000. The ninth captain for the ninth month was Abizer, the Anothothite. Yeah, you're putting a lot of ends into names. (laughs) Wait, sorry. Anathoite. Not night, but ite. (laughs) Anathoite. Of the Benjaminites. Damn it. (laughs) Of the the Benjamites. Of the Benjamins. I like that. And and the end like creates an ending. You know um, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and so that's why I'm creating, I'm putting the ends in there. The Benjamin. Because her mouth is the, just protesting. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't like it at all. Okay, where was I? And his division were 24,000. The 10th captain for the 10th month was Maharahi. Maharai. Maharai? Mm-hmm. The Netophatite of the Zerahites. And in his division were 24,000. The 11th captain for the 11th month was Beniana. The Pirathonite. We have two Benihanas. Wow. I know. What? Or Benny? How do you say that name? Really? It's probably Benaya. Benaya, but But, it does look like Benihana. But we always call him Benihana. Benaya. The Parathonite of the children of Ephraim. And in his division were 24,000. The 12th captain for the 12th month was Heldai, the Nepho... Neto... Tight of Othanel, <laughs> and in his division were twenty four thousand. Furthermore, over all the tribes of Israel. Wait, okay, hold, the, hold on. Can we take a moment to just celebrate? We got through the twelve months. We did. We did. So we're done we with did. that. The new section now. These are the tribal administrators, according oh, thank to you. Eugene. Got it. Because we really need to know all this information, mm-hmm. just so desperately. Honestly, it's very important to David's story. This will not surprise me if some of this ends up on the quiz, right? Because there's got to be like some of these that, not maybe this, but some of these random names (laughs) or sons of people that someone along the line decided was like important for some kind of lesson they wanted to teach in Sunday school or something. And it's going to end up on our quiz, right? Yeah. Here, 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 let me try, let me try. So... It's really important to know that every person has their place in life. They really, you know, have a a prescribed meaning and thing that it is that they do to provide service to others. And this is what 1 Chronicles 27 is trying to tell us. And the months are a fun little thing that's sprinkled okay, in. You lost me a little bit with <laughs> okay. the fun little thing. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, this is not fun. fun this is not thing. fun. <laughs> yeah, okay, anyways. All right, here we go. Good. See, I was, it was, we're almost done. It was, it was good. I think all you were missing was then dropping in a specific name. Jesus. No, like one of these specific names. It's like, just like, you know, Hellas, who even though he was a Pelonite and he was an Ephraimite, he still you know, took his place in the army and helped defend that, you know, something like that. Listen, I'm going to have to get better at saying the names if I'm going to drop names. (laughs) Okay, Okay? sure, sure. Okay. Only mildly better, though. Right, oh, yeah. Because bear in mind, like, all of our pronunciations, again, are from just straight up white American evangelical, right? You know, so you only have to get marginally 
better. Okay. Yeah. Well, like really, it's actually, it's less about being better at the pronunciation. It's just mm-hmm. being more confident. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what it is. It's mm-hmm. just say it like you know what it is. Like, yeah. And I think that's the key. Not. That's the key is you just, you roll with it. <sighs> okay. All right, here we go. Furthermore, over the tribes of Israel of the Reubenites was Eliezer, the son of Zikri, the ruler. Zikri, the ruler of the Simeonites. Shep- confidence. Confidence. Shepati. Yeah, Shepati. you just got, just got to do it and then stick to it. Confidence. Shepati, this is, how, this is, this is what they teach Maka. you in seminary. <laughs> just be confident. Just, just, just yeah. <laughs> the son of Maka of Levi. Hashabiah, the son of Kemuel of Aaron, Zadok of Judah, Elihu, one of the brothers of David, of Issachar, Omari, the son of Michael, of Zebulun, Ishamiah, the son of Obadiah, yeah, of Naphtali, yeah, the Crush- yes, Jeremiah. It. Yes. These are all easy names that I know. No, no, okay? no. You got it. You got it. Keep going. Keep going. You got it. Jeremoth, the son of Azrael, of the children of Ephraim, Hosh- oh, Hoshiah, no, Hoshia, yeah, the yeah, son just of. Keep, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Azaziah of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Jolab the son of Padiah of the half-tribe of Manasseh and Gilead, Edo the son of Zechariah of Benjamin, Josiel the son of Abner, of Dan, Azrael the son of Jeroham. These were the captains of the tribe of Israel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Emily, wow! You you uncovered the secret is you just have to fake it. Yeah. You got to fake it till you make it. Okay. That's great. Okay. Like I would have believed that you were a, a real pastor in a in yeah. an American church, you know, American yeah. Christian yeah. church, saying the names okay. like that. Yeah, because I mean, they probably don't have no, to like what? no one in church, no one in your congregation knows would be like, any um, of this. Excuse me, excuse it's me. Actually, actually, you said it. Actually, you no. Can you no, imagine? No say it. Would they so say that just, to the like priest guy? No, no one's gonna no. say that. No, for sure. But David didn't take the number of them from 20 years old and under because Yahweh had said he would increase Israel like the stars of the sky. Oh. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. okay. Hold Wait. on. There's a clear, like, there's a cause and effect statement here. Mm-hmm. Cause is God promised to give Israel so many boys, a population as numerous as the sky. Yeah. The effect of that was that David didn't count any men under the age of 20. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I don't know why. Is this related to him telling David to not take a census, do you think? Oh. Huh. Think? Oh, interesting. Maybe? Interesting. Perhaps. Okay. It's okay, I won't I won't do a census of people 20 years old and younger. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I kind of want to. No, okay, it's fine. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, began to number but didn't finish. And there came wrath for this on Israel. Oh, we're talking about the wrath, finally. Yes, yes. Neither was the number put into the account in the Chronicles of King David. Okay, but we're talking about a bunch of other numbers and a bunch of other people. Yes, but- We're still but writing down numbers. names. These are, these are not good but it's numbers. Not a, these ones are not good numbers. Whatever. Okay, okay. Over the king's treasures was Asmaveth, the son of Adiel, and over the treasures in the fields, in the cities, and in the villages, and in the towers was Jonathan, the son of Uzziah. Not, not our Jonathan, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. He's dead. He's long dead. Over those who did the work of the field for tillage of the ground was Ezri, the son of Chalub. And over the vineyards was Shimi. Shimi. Mm, Shimi, Shim, yeah. Love that guy. The Ramathite. And over increase of the vineyards for the wine cellars was Zabdi, the ship 
Hemites, and over the olive trees and the sycamore trees that were in the lowland was Baal Hanai, the Gedarites. And over the cellars of oil was Joash, and over the herds that fed in Sharon was shit, shit rye. <laughs> no, stick with it, stick with it. Shit stick rye. with it, stick with it. Confidence. No, that was so good. Oh, that's, no, that's rye. the one when you, when you eventually get the chance to like be a guest speaker for a Sunday school or something, especially if they're like tweens. Oh, God. Is when you drop that name, shit rye, with a straight face. <laughs> and, and you just, just kind kill of it. dare yeah. them to, right? Just dare them to make a Say joke, something. right? I dare you. <laughs> <sighs> shit rye the Sharonite. <laughs> and over the herds that fed in Sharon was Shaphat, the son of Adelai. And over the camels was Obiel, the Ishmaelite. And over the donkeys was Jediah, the Maranothite. And over the flocks was Jaziz, nice. the Hagrite. <laughs> All these were the rulers of the substance, which was King David's. Also Jonathan, David's uncle, not lover, I guess, was a counselor, a man of understanding, and a scribe. And Jehiel, the son of Hackmani, was... I read that one as Hackmoney. Hackmoney (laughs) was with the king's sons. Athiophel was the king's counselor. And Hushai, the archite, was the king's friend. And after (laughs) Athiophel was Jedoiah, the son of Benihana. Yes. I just like that he's talking about... Like the counselor. And this guy, like, that guy was his friend. <laughs> he's just a pal. <laughs> he's just one like of the groupies. He's so, somehow he's yeah. always around. We're not really sure he's what he nice. does, but <laughs> he's, a good, he's a good dude. Okay, it's fine. Okay, uh, and after Aphtheophel was Jedoiah, the son of Beniana, and Abithar, and the captain of the king's host was Joab. Good job. I feel like we really unlocked wow. a skill for you today. Yeah, was that like, a yes, skill? Yes, I don't know. it was. It was. It's great. I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm so glad. All right. I'm continuing on. Okay. There's another slightly shorter one. Go yeah. Ahead. So this is First Chronicles 28. And I just saw that in the message here. So in the NIV, the title mm-hmm. for this chapter is David's plan for the temple. David's plans for the temple. But then Eugene, in his wisdom, has titled this chapter David's Valedictory address. Val- like valedictorian. Like he's the valedictorian. He's the valedictorian. And he's oh, his wow. That's, That's so weird. what a coincidence that he's king and valedictorian. Yeah. Of course he is. Of it doesn't course. surprise us at all, though. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Here we go. David assembled all the princes of Israel, the princes of the tribes, and the captains of the companies who served the king by division and the captains of thousands, and the captains of hundreds, and the rulers over all the substance and possessions of the king and of his sons, with the officers and the mighty men, even all the mighty men of valor, to Jerusalem. Then David the king stood up on his feet and said, (laughs) wow, and said, hear me, my brothers and my people. As for me, it was in my heart to build a house of rest for the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh. Oh, mm. so mm. important. He's like, I want you to know it was my idea. Yeah, yeah. For the Ark of the Covenant of Yahweh and for the footstool of our God. And I had made ready for the building. But God said to me, you shall not build a house for my name, 
because you are a man of war and have shed blood. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. However, Yahweh, the God of Israel, chose me out of all the house of my father to be king over Israel forever. For he has chosen Judah to be prince. And in the house of Judah, the house of my father, and among the sons of my father, he took pleasure in me to make me king over all Israel. I'm sorry, forever? Because no. Or is he essentially saying that like everyone who's going to be king after him is going to be one of his descendants? Yeah, I mean, that's probably the more practical reading of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or okay. maybe he is saying that he's attained immortality. But to say. he definitely hasn't. <laughs> I mean, not with that attitude. <laughs> well, we know that he dies. <laughs> uh, of all my sons, for <laughs> Yahweh has given me many sons, mm. he has chosen Solomon, my son, to sit on the throne of the kingdom of Yahweh over Israel. He said to me, Solomon, your son, he shall build my house and my courts. Yes, he will. For I have chosen him to be my son, and I will be his father. <laughs> so Yahweh kind of took over that fathership. <laughs> he's like, your firstborn, I'm taking him. Yeah, he's yeah. like, don't get any ideas. <laughs> I will establish his kingdom forever, if he be constant to do my commandments and my ordinances as at this day. Now, therefore, in the sight of all Israel, the assembly of Yahweh and in the audience of our God, observe and seek out the commandments of Yahweh your God, that you may possess this good land and leave it for an inheritance to your children after you forever. You, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind, for Yahweh searches all hearts and understands all the imaginations of the thoughts. Okay, hold on, sorry. <laughs> this is... <laughs> so, Tentacruz like, no. Uh-uh. I'm, okay, David is, David's monologuing here to the princes, to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry. I just, I put myself yes, in their shoes and I like spaced out a little bit and uh-huh. then came back and I was like, wait, hold on. What? Okay, he's yeah. still speaking. Wait, what is he speaking about? Wait, oh, about imaginations of know. thoughts? I don't know. Sure. So Yahweh searches all hearts and understands all the imaginations of the thoughts. Okay, good. Okay. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Take heed now, for Yahweh has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Is he talking to to Solomon? Okay, now he's talking to Solomon. Solomon's there too. Cool. I just want to point out that he is that a lot of people have cast him off in a variety of ways, meaning God, and that God has still come back to them. He hasn't been like, you're dead to me. I mean, he has at times, but he has literally killed people. I mean, I guess that's his whole argument all the time, right? Like, that's his argument constantly. Is, yeah. I saved you from Egypt. And even though you right. don't listen to me, yeah. I keep coming back. Uh, to punish you more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, right. for sure. Wow, for sure. I I just learned something. I just looked up the meaning of the word valedictory. Oh, or valedictory? oh yeah. John, John off the mic in the chat also was talking about valedictorian. Yeah, that it, it means the... specifically like a farewell address. Oh, is this is this when he's like oh. abdicating oh. or when that he's like sense. passing off his little, oh. his king yeah. hat to yeah. Solomon? He's like, I'm going to die soon, so Solomon, yeah. come here. 
Yeah, so this is where he's kind of officially like, yeah, passing on like, you're the king now. Wow. Dog. Mm. Yeah. Dog. Amazing. So be strong and do it. Then David gave to Solomon, his son, the pattern of the porch. Of <gasps> We're back to the porch. Oh, what? <laughs> really? Drink for porches. Wait, really? Drink for porches. Because remember, Solomon was the porch boy. It was like porches on porches on oh, porches on porches. No yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And he got that design from wow. David, apparently. Again, from his dad. All of First That's Chronicles really is kind of retconned. It was like David had the design, David created yeah. all the resources, David had the idea. Like, really? Right. Some David fanboy wrote this. <laughs> yes. Slash yeah. yes. David wrote it. Someone was a little threatened by Solomon taking too much credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So then David gave to Solomon his son the pattern of the porch of the temple and of the houses of it and of the treasuries of it and of the upper rooms of it and of the inner chambers of it and of the place of the mercy seat. So, yeah, basically, he designed it all already. And Solomon just wow. built it. It was yes. Ikea furniture. He had Gosh. flat-packed all the trees and, you know, set up for him. Wow. And the pattern of all that he had by the Spirit for the courts of the house of Yahweh and for all the surrounding rooms, for the treasuries of the house of God and for the treasuries of the dedicated things, also for the divisions of the priests and the Levites and for all the work of the service of the house of Yahweh and for all the vessels of service in the house of Yahweh, of gold by weight for the vessels of gold, for all Hmm. the vessels of every kind of service, of silver for all the vessels of silver by weight, for all the vessels of every kind of service, by weight also for the lampstands of gold and for the lamps of it of gold by weight for every lampstand and for the lamps of it. Jeez. Well, is he still, hold on, is and he still the lamps, talking? Yeah. Is this still him talking? Oh, no. No, uh, we, you mean David? We swapped. No, no, okay. no, this is... Oh, he's not? Yeah. Wait, who are we swapping to? The narrator of this book? Yes. Yeah, so David gave his Got speech it. and said, be strong and do it was the final line of his okay, okay. valedictorian Got address. It. And then, and then we got narration where it says, and then David gave to Solomon, his son, okay. the patterns gotcha. of all these things. All these got things. it, okay. Um, yes, the lampstands and the lamps of it and the gold of the lampstands and the lamps of it. Okay. Yeah. And, not to be outdone, and for the lampstands of silver. Silver mm. by the weight for every lampstand and for the lamps of it, according to the use of every lampstand. And the gold by weight for the tables of showbread, made of gold, cool for every table, and silver for the tables of silver, and the flesh hooks, yikes, gross, and the basins and the cups of pure gold, and for the golden bowls by weight for every bowl, and for the silver bowls by weight for every bowl. (laughs) Somehow the wording of this, silver bowls by weight for every bowl, and the gold bowls by weight for every bowl, makes me feel like you could make like a worship song about bowls out of this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just take like the most nonsense, like this is not very holy or whatever, but just something about the pattern of it, you could probably pass it off as a worship song and people do, would- Do you have a first draft? Be like, yeah, wow. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, like, okay. Let, let me think. Let me go back a few verses. So if I go back to like the lampstands are good, mm-hmm. right? So it'd be like something like, by weight, also for the lampstands of gold, and for the lamps of it of gold. By weight, for every lampstand. Oh, you're too good at that. And for the lamps of it. And then, you know, you go on to the, do the silver version, and then the bowls, and the, you know, that's. Wow, that was impressive. 
Yuzukize. Okay. No wonder these people just like Turn him out. knocked out so many. Yeah, exactly. So many songs. Yeah, I could have. They had so much material. If I'd stayed a Christian, I think I really could have made it. I could have just mm. popped those out. You certainly could have been a working and... songwriter for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, where, where was I? Flesh hooks. I yes. Know. Flesh hooks and oh, the basins God. and the cups Blah. of pure gold. And for the golden bowls by weight for every bowl. And for the silver bowls by weight for every bowl. <laughs> uh, and for the altar of incense, refined gold by weight. And gold for the pattern of the chariot. Nice. Even the cherubim that spread out their wings and covered the ark mm. of the covenant of Yahweh. Beautiful. All this, said David. Oh, we're back to dialogue. Oh. All this, said David. Have I been made to understand in writing from the hand of Yahweh, even all the works of this pattern, which I myself made and not my son? <laughs> Sorry, I added that last part. Beautiful. David said to Solomon, his son, be strong and of good courage and do it. Don't be afraid, nor be dismayed. For Yahweh God, even my God is with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you until all the work for the service of the house of Yahweh is finished. Behold, there are the divisions of the priests and the Levites for all the service of the house of God, and there shall be with you in all manner of work every willing man who has skill for any manner of service. Also, this is like he ends that. Also. Like, oh, also, the captains and all the people will be entirely at your command. Wow. Dang. I mean, that's, I guess, what being a king that's is. That's true. Yeah, yeah, being a king much. and valedictorian yeah. is, that's what you get. Yeah. Right. Very yep. important. Wow. Okay. After that, I'm so pumped. I got to go quickly record this uh, new Christian pop charts <laughs> hit. Um, You're going to so be great. Gonna, it's going to be yeah. amazing. We're going to take a quick break while I do that. Um, but in the meantime, we would love your support in getting the word out about this show. Um, so, you know, until, of course, that song is on all the charts and then everyone finds out about the show. But in the meantime, we would love it if you could tell your friends about it, tell them about the show bring them along to the live shows or come yourself if you're not here at the live shows yet. We have a great time. It's so fun getting to interact with everybody here. And we love getting to see that more and more people are, are discovering the show and having fun with us. Also, if you're able to help support this show financially, we don't really do ads or anything on this show currently, but we do have a Patreon as the way that you can support us. Uh, and that is at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. And as a thank you for becoming a parishioner there, we have things like early releases of our episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, uh, and of course, our undying love and all the gold bowls by weight. Every bowl in the world. Hello and welcome back. And it is time. We're going to finish this freaking book today. Are you ready? Are we prepared? Yay. Woo! So, okay. I was born ready. First Chronicles yeah. chapter 29. David the king said to all the assembly, Solon, Solomon, my son, <laughs> whom alone... <laughs> he's, he's starting to die, so you know. <laughs> I see. Okay, Sol okay you're getting Solly. into character. Sal. Well, what was your name again? Solly. Maybe Solly. he called him Solly. 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 Little Solly Solly, here. my son whom alone God has chosen, is yet young and tender, juicy. And um, the work is great, for the palace is not for man, but for Yahweh God. 
Now, I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for the things of gold, and the silver for the things of silver, and the brass for the things of brass, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, onyx stones and (laughs) stones to be set. For the things of onyx stones. Stones for inlaid work and of various colors, and all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. In addition, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, seeing that I have a treasure of my own, of gold and silver, I give it to the house of my God, over and above all that that I have prepared for the holy house. Okay, so he's like doubling his... Mm. He's like, I'm going to match my own contribution. Oh. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Nice. Okay. I like that. Wow, that's good. Good for him. Even 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and 7,000 talents of refined silver with which to overlay the walls of the houses, of gold for the things of gold, and of silver for the things of silver, and for all manner of work to be made by the hands of artificers. Who then offers willingly to consecrate himself this day to Yahweh? Is this like an altar call? Oh, Ah, Dude, no, like, what? listen listen to Eugene's version. Oh, okay. So he says that whole thing about like, and I'm giving all my own personal money too to match the contributions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this last, this last section by Eugene is, and now how about you? Who among you is ready and willing to join in my giving? He's like at a at a big Whoa. corporate fundraiser, you know, like. Hey. <laughs> now I get it, I get it. Got it. Okay, Got okay it. so he's really pumping him up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then the princes of the fathers' houses and the princes of the tribes of Israel and the captains of thousands and of hundreds with the rulers over the king's work offered willingly. Oh, gosh. And we just blasted through our fundraising goals for the rest of the year. Amazing. It was amazing. Wow. (laughs) And they gave for the service of the house of God of gold 5,000 talents and 10,000 derricks and of silver 10,000 talents and of brass 18,000 talents and of iron, 100,000 talents. Dang. They with whom precious stones were found gave them to the treasure of the house of Yahweh under the hand of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced because they offered willingly, because with a perfect heart they offered willingly to Yahweh. And David, the king, also rejoiced with great joy. Therefore, David blessed Yahweh before all the assembly. And David said, you are blessed, Yahweh, the God of Israel, our father, forever and ever. (laughs) Yours, Yahweh, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Oh, oh, this is is a song. Just to... Okay, so he pumped them up, did the fundraiser. Everyone brought all their money. Tons, tons. Yeah. And then like now, and everyone join in a song. are... You are so beautiful. (laughs) You have the lyrics in front of you there. To me, it's his last love song to Yahweh before he dies. Oh, Oh, cute. I love that. Okay. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, Yahweh, and you are exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of you, and you rule over all, and in your hand is power and, and might. And it is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? 
for all things come of you, and of your own have we given you. For we are strangers before you, and foreigners, as all our fathers were. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is no abiding. Yahweh our God, all this store that we have prepared to build you a house for your holy name comes of your hand and is all your own. And I really like to believe the rock is just like eating this up, loving every Oh, I bet he's doing a great, every moment. great performance. I know also, my God, that mm-hmm. you try the heart and have pleasure in uprightness. As for me, in the uprightness of my heart, I have willingly offered all these things. And <laughs> he's still like, so you said you'd build me a house? <laughs> <laughs> and now have I seen with joy your people that are present here offer willingly to you. Yahweh, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of your people. <laughs> wow. I like Got that. It. It's like when you're giving a sermon and you kind of lose your train of thought, you know? Yes. You're like, really and, uh, keep this yeah. in the dreams of the, of the, of the thoughts of the, of, you know, the hearts of the, the spirits of the people <laughs> whose, whose dreams are with you, you know, just kind of lost my train of thought. <gasps> Amazing. And prepare their heart to you. And give to Solomon, my son, good old Solly, hmm. a perfect heart. Solomon. To keep your commandments, your testimonies, and your statutes, and to do all these things, and to build the palace for which I have made provision. Let me be clear. Let me just remind everyone. I was the one who provided everything you needed <laughs> no one to build this. Yeah. No one forget it. David said to all the assembly, now bless Yahweh your God. All the assembly blessed Yahweh the God of their fathers, and bowed down their heads and worshipped Yahweh and the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just going to throw that in there, that they were also worshipping the king. Technically something we're not allowed to do in this religion, but... Mm. Right. That's interesting. Unless it was like they worshipped Yahweh and the king also worshipped so Yahweh. The, the message says, and they worshipped reverently in the presence of God and the king. Uh, oh, but I think they're worshipping like, Yahweh, mm, but just in front of the king. <laughs> Okay. He, he, he did tell them to do it and now he's watching it and enjoying right. it. The NIV says yeah. that they prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. Okay. It's a little unclear okay. who the prostration is for, you know? Yeah. They sacrificed sacrifices to Yahweh and offered burnt offerings to Yahweh. On the next day after that, even 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, and 1,000 lambs with their drink offerings and Rams sacrifices and in abundance Sorry. for all Israel. <laughs> and ate and drank before Yahweh on that day with great gladness. They made Solomon the son of David king the second, oh, the second time. Is. Wait. What? The second what? time? They made Solomon the son of David king the second time. Okay, let's investigate okay. this. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to start with, this is from the complete Jewish Bible here. Um, and so in this one, it's, yeah, it says, then for the second time, they made Shlomo, who is also mm-hmm. Solly, Solomon. Solly, yeah. Mm-hmm. They made Shlomo, the son of David, king, anointing him before Adonai to be king and Zadok to be Kohen. So that was, what? I'm now more priest. confused. Priest. But it oh, did say the you. second time. Oh, priest, okay. It what? did say second time. Yeah. And then Eugene. Brady in the chat is pointing out we've already read this story once, so maybe that's what they're referring <laughs> oh, to. I see. <laughs> I see they're somehow okay. giving a nod to the previous telling of yes. this story. Okay. Well, so so what Eugene says here 
is that then they ceremonially reenacted Solomon's coronation. Oh, I wonder. Okay, now that adds a whole what? other layer of intrigue. <laughs> right? Just to this whole situation. Was it that... And John Dawson in the chat is saying that the Vulgate doesn't say that they made him king a second time, but rather anointed him a second time. So yeah, yeah. that does seem to track of like, we're going to go through the motions again. We're going to cover you in oil oh, again. Oh, okay, okay. What about this? So so David gave his whole speech, right? He calls everyone to do this speech. And in this speech, he's like, and Solomon's king now. And everyone's uh-huh. like, oh, wh- oh wow. Oh, okay. Whoa, he, he like gives okay. him the crown, right? But then yeah. a couple days later, they're like, we kind of need to do like a real ceremony though because that was just weird that he kind of sprung that on us. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, no, my take is the opposite. It's oh. like they already did it and then David, as he's on his deathbed and he's kind of forgetful, oh, right? He's like, also, did we make, make Solomon my king. Son king. And they're yet? like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yes, yes, we'll do that right now. Yes, you're no so problem. right. That's such a good idea. So we'll just go through it again because no one has the heart to tell yeah. a dying king, hey, you're losing it. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll buy any of those stories. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. That's beautiful. Uh, they made Solomon, the son of David, king the second time and anointed him to Yahweh to be prince and Zadok to be priest. Mm. Then Solomon sat on the throne of Yahweh as king instead of David, his father, and prospered. And all Israel obeyed him. All the princes, the mighty men, and also all of the sons of King David submitted themselves to Solomon the king. Yahweh magnified Solomon exceedingly in the sight of all Israel and bestowed on him such royal majesty as had not been on any king before him really? in Israel. It no, happened? never before. Now, hold on. Okay, hold on. Whew, okay, left turn, reset. Now, David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. In the past? The, hold on. The time, the time that he reigned over Israel was 40 years. Okay, that's, okay. uh, that's, uh, that's going to be on the quiz 100%. Okay, 40 years. 40. We, we got that. 40 days and 40 nights, 40 years. Yes, they love it. He reigned seven years in Hebron and 33 years reigned he in Jerusalem. Mm. He died in a good old age, mm. full of days, riches, and honor. Mm. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his place. Okay. Now the acts of David the king, first and last, behold, they are written in the history of Samuel the seer, and in the history of Nathan the prophet, Ah. and in the history of Gad the seer, Mm -hmm. with all his reign and all his might, and the times that went over him and over Israel and over all the kingdoms of the countries. Cool. The end. end. (laughs) She really petered out at the end there. That's that. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Ooh, boy. Okay. Well, that was the end of First Chronicles. And before kind of we with a jump whimper, into doing it, but yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, uh, I mean, kind of I kind of gave it a little bit of a whimpery delivery. No, but, no, you, you were know, wonderful. He had a big, a big send off, yeah. and but it, very victorious, very mm, valedictorious. It is a good <laughs> setup for the sequel, though, right? Because it's like we had this whole story about David and all the cool stuff that he did. And then it's like, we anoint the next king. In line. And then, you know, you have the close-up on like, and now he's the king. And then end of the Whoa. season. And then you have to wait till the next season when we get to Second Chronicles. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was not, not a bad ending. So, yeah. 
We're about to read some proverbs before we go on to our all important quiz. Our all important quiz. But I got a really interesting Patreon message from one of our parishioners. So if you recall in Proverbs, we've been talking a lot about wisdom as like a cool lady. Right. Or you want to. Oh, yeah. Wisdom's a cool lady, but then something else is a bad lady. Then the opposite of wisdom is a bad lady. Yeah. It's it's like wisdom is a cool lady and everything that is the opposite of wisdom is bad ladies. Right. Don't go after any bad ladies. Okay. Like really though. But wisdom is a cool lady, but kind of just metaphorically. Yeah. Um, and so someone actually suggested some casting oh, for good. the persona of wisdom. Okay. Okay. So this is a message we got from our parishioner, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren. Who says, I just finished listening to episode 228 and I can't rest. Until I ask you to please consider casting wisdom as Aretha Franklin. Oh, hear me out. She did. Hear me out. Ever since Proverbs Mm -hmm. 120, Mm -hmm. with wisdom crying aloud in the streets, demanding respect, my headcanon has been her cast as Aretha Franklin, singing respect in the choreographed street Uh, dancing in Blues Brothers. uh, I could live without on my own. But now, in Proverbs 8, you were wondering to yourselves if wisdom is actually Yahweh, and I realize you don't know the long theological debate about this. Mm. So Theophilus, an early Christian theologian, thought that wisdom, also known as Sophia, was the Holy Spirit. Sophia? Yeah. Sophia Vergara? the Greek. Maybe? It's the Greek, yeah. Uh, And even though that's not orthodox, now in my head, the rock has Aretha Franklin following him around everywhere and singing respect at him, kind of like his own personal Jiminy Cricket. Love that. Please do not leave me alone in this. Thank you for considering, Lauren. Wow. So, yes, Aretha Franklin is no longer with us. But... But I think that Lauren makes a very compelling argument. Interesting. I don't know how she would act in... The movie, if she were deceased... Well, hey, hold on. So long ago, when we first started this show, we did clarify that we can't... We can't time travel when making these movies, right? So we can't cast people who are dead, and we can't cast young versions of people unless we're going to, like, do a deep fake or something like that to to make a young version of them. Right. However, in 2021... Jennifer Hudson did play Aretha Franklin in the oh. biopic Respect. So, I mean, and she's an Oscar winner, so. Right. So what if we pulled a move we've done before? She hasn't been, yeah, she hasn't been cast yet. Which is that yeah. Wisdom is played by Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin. Love it. Great. Love it. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Great. Do it. Yes. Okay. Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin. Perfect. Done. Thank you, Lauren. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> And on that note, it's time yes, for silly it- proverbs. <laughs> and now it's time for some wisdom from the book of Proverbs, chapter 9. Chapter 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out her seven pillars. <laughs> she has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine, maybe stepped on it. She has also set her table. She has set out her maidens, or sent out, sorry. She cries from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says to him, Come, eat some of my bread. Drink some of the wine which I have mixed. What does that mean? Like it's it's Kool-Aid. Ew. (laughs) No, I think actually what this probably alludes to is historically wine was very strong and so you would dilute it. Oh, okay, okay. In order for people to actually drink it. Got it. Leave your simple ways and live. 
walk in the way of understanding. One who corrects a mocker invites insults. One who reproves a wicked man invites abuse. Don't reprove a scoffer, lest he hate you. Reprove a wise person and he will love you. You know, I think this is relevant for being on the internet, yeah. right? Mm. It's kind of like, don't get into fights on the internet. Just don't. Like, pick your battles. Oh, I love that. That might be the takeaway. I, but I like this idea, though, of like, if you, you know, contradict or, or try to argue with someone who's a, what do they call them? A mocker? A scoffer? Uh, something like that? A mocker. Scoffer. A scoffer. Or a scoffer. Both. Yeah, don't just, reprove a scoffer. Yeah, don't reprove a scoffer. They'll just be mad at you. But if you reprove a wise person, they'll be like, oh, that's a great input. You know, I'll take that. Yeah. I, I like this distinction. That's good. Instruct a wise person and he will still be wiser. Teach a righteous person and he will increase in learning. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. The knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied. The years of your life will be increased. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you mock, you alone will bear it. Mm-hmm. The foolish woman is loud, undisciplined, and knows nothing. <laughs> she, okay, of course. Of course, we have to throw women under the bus oh, somehow. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? They've been so consistent in Proverbs. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> she sits at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call to those who passed by. I'm sorry. Hold on. Just a moment. I'm so sorry. But Eugene, yes. Eugene has something really wonderful here. Oh, so what does he say? Eugene started this whole thing talking about lady wisdom. And so that's what all this has been. Lady Wisdom is that character. Uh-huh. And then starting oh, in... Oh, okay. Like, like that's the title. Like, like Lady Wisdom. Not like not Lady like Wisdom. Your exactly. lady <laughs> problems or like your lady problems. Your lady parts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. So so she's saying like, it's through me, Lady Wisdom, that your life deepens. Right? So her name is Lady Wisdom. Uh, I like but then that. verse 13 says, then there's this other woman. Uh, Madam Prostitute. Oh! P- of course, Eugene. <laughs> Classic Eugene. Of course, Eugene. Classic Eugene. Jeez. So, okay, this, this foolish woman is loud and disciplined and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their ways. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is pleasant. Whoa. Oh, she, okay, she's like, hey, come eat some secret food. It's going to be so good. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. But he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. It's a, it says, footnote, Sheol is in the place of the dead. <laughs> we got it, thanks. Yes. I, okay... So when we first started reading the book of Proverbs, I thought it was going to be like quaint, maybe mm. a little bit boring. No. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, we'll find some idioms that get tossed around. That's fun. Maybe we'll get some sound financial advice. I don't know, <laughs> some ancient wisdom. No. And this has just been bonkers. No. Yeah. 
It's, it's just been bonkers. It's just been this obsession with ladies and obsession with prostitutes, like a suspicious obsession with prostitutes. For sure. Right? Definitely <laughs> suspicious. Very important to him. <laughs> like, he's just yeah. so suspicious of these sex workers and, like, warning you so hard against them where I'm just like, my dude. Yeah, some internalized Like, calm down. Shame. Really yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, like, slow your roll. Just, like, a little bit of slowing. But this also surprised me. This, like, let's do some secret eating. Yeah, some I secret mm. snacking. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You know that you're on a diet, but we're gonna snack anyways. It's gonna be awesome. I mean, I ha- I can't disagree with her. I do think food eaten in secret is pleasant. Yeah, sometimes. So I remember when I was a kid that one of the things that you know one of the many things that my parents did at at various points about like losing weight or whatever was to put like a reminder on the fridge to, so you're not getting like midnight snacks. Or like a little alarm that would be in the fridge. So when you open it, it's like, what? hey, don't. Well, well, don't, wait. Well. So was this? Sorry, yeah. sorry. Was this meant to police you as children no, for or themselves. your parents? It was okay. meant to kind of remind oh, wow. them not to like have midnight snacks or whatever. And there's these products. You'll find them around in like uh, you know a Spencer's gifts and like shit like that now. Wow. But um, but I was just thinking in like a very Christian household, you could throw this up there on your fridge as that reminder. Ooh, uh-huh. the verse. So you'd say, food eaten in secret mm. is pleasant, but he doesn't know that the departed spirits are there and that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. And you have like a creepy devil, Whoa. you know, on there and some flames at the bottom in sort of mm-hmm. a, you know, MS Paint kind of style. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm imagining this is taking place in the 90s for some reason. I don't know why that is, but... Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a healthy relationship with food as an adult? Love food. I mean... I never knew how good secret food was till now. So <laughs> I think I do. I love food. It's great. I eat it and then I'm satisfied. And that's it. But do you do you eat it secretly? No. But can I tell you can I tell you a brief story though? One yes, yeah. please. I asked someone just as sort of a it was part of a an icebreaker question. I was I was running oh, a, were you a, on a discussion like a, group. Oh, okay. I was like, were you on a and were you on like a date? So I tossed, yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't a date. It was a group date. Uh-huh. Okay. I was dating all these people. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. I was running a discussion group. Okay. And I just tossed out this icebreaker, not even thinking about it, of like, oh, what's your guilty pleasure when it comes to food? Mm. And the first person who answered was like, I don't feel any guilt surrounding food. It's good. And so then, of course, I felt guilty that I do feel some guilt sometimes around oh, food. Because um, wow. this person just completely took the wind out of the sails I on mean, the question. Yeah. Like, and you know what? I don't know. Now that I think about all the times that I have done secret eating, and I, I, I don't, just to clarify, I don't think I've ever done any kind of like super intense disordered eating or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Usually it's it's uh, just been like, I don't know, some cheeky McDonald's by oneself in the car or something like that. Oh, uh, I think it adds more pleasure to the experience, I have to say. Mm, okay, wow. well... Maybe I'll try it sometime. It sounds fun. Do you feel guilt around food at all, ever? Uh, are you talking to me? You're talking to me? She's talking to you. I'm talking to both of you. Oh. No. I, I mean, generally, no. Maybe alcohol. Yeah. Got okay, sure. About yeah, that everyone's got something. Sure. Everybody's got something. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. If I'm like, it's a weekday. But then I get home from like my fifth day in a row. But then you get on this podcast. No, but then I get home from like my fifth day in a row at the restaurant and I'm like, I'm going to have a gin and tonic. All right, Emily, let's bring it home. All right, everyone. Everyone. We're done. We're done with this. We're done with this Chronicles of the first kind. 
Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Follow us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at DrunkBibleStudy.com. Drunk, drunk, Bible <laughs> <laughs> is created and produced by Jason Grant, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anna from their album, Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of ageless confessional shit. I thought about